welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Hello, sisters. Well, hello. Hello. Is everyone feeling good this morning? Um, eh. It's a little <laughs> early for me. Hey, listen, this was your, your idea, dude. I know. Well, I, I'm fighting a cold, so, you know, oh, you got no. me out of bed. I, I need my rest. Poor sick my, sister. Oh, no. Mug of... Theraflu. I had to, had a lot of Dayquil. <laughs> so I, I wonder. You know, I have the bottle of Dayquil, like the liquid stuff, but I don't know who manages to keep those little caps that you use to uh, measure it. But I just kind of take a few slugs, and I figure that's fine. Oh no, right? no, Taylor. <laughs> How closely do you have to measure that stuff? No. I don't know. Closer than that. <laughs> this is not a one, two, three count. No, no, don't do that. Um, well, I done did it. So let's go. <laughs> so you're you're hopped up on some sort of synthetic amphetamine, like not really amphetamine. <laughs> amphetamine is that what's in there? No, it's not really. But there Ha-hoo! there is stuff that kind of gets you all like hopped up and loopy. I have noticed that I because I once made the mistake of trying to uh, work uh, a shift many hours many hours after I'd taken Nyquil, like a ten hour later, still still was kind of messed up. So I was like, well, Dayquil, that's what I had to do. And the last time I had a cold, I tried to work on Dayquil. And that that was not... At some point, I was like garnishing a like a glass of wine with a lime wedge. And like, oh, no, this isn't right. <laughs> I don't think I can work like this. That's why I finally, like, I, I've always railed against um, using, like, Afrin nasal spray. Because it's not good to use long term. Your your nose can kind of yeah. get addicted to it, yeah. in a sense. And so I've always said, like, <laughs> just your nose. Yeah. <laughs> I've always said, like, don't use it. Or if you're going to use it, like, buy the bottle, use it for five days, and then throw it away and don't let yourself use any more. Um, mm. But I've resorted to it sometimes because, like, my allergies will get so bad. But allergy medicine, other than, like, just plain old Claritin, anything stronger than that really makes me loopy. I can't function. Doctors get very serious about that Afrin. I went to the doctor a few months ago <laughs> for a cold, and she was like, listen, you could use Afrin. But throw that away as soon as you're done with it. No, it's true. <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> so I, I, I will use it, but only because I have found that if you're a patient's doctor and you walk in the room and like your nose is, is actively running <laughs> and you're wiping it on your hand or sleeve, they are turned off by that and would rather you not provide them medical care. So I can see that. <laughs> true. So Afrin is the better of the two options in that case. But again, I do throw, I actually do throw the bottle away. Wow. I'm proud of you. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it can, you like, you can get to the point where you need it to feel not congested. Well, see, that's this, I, this has been so ingrained into me, Sid, that I, I, like, didn't, mm-hmm. I don't even buy it. Like, I was picking up cold stuff yesterday, like, getting, like, all of my supplies, and I saw that, I'm like, no, no, I can get through this without you, nasal spray. <laughs> If I am here's here's what I would say with nasal spray. If you are somewhere, if you're going to be somewhere where it is not socially acceptable to carry around a roll of toilet paper and just wipe your nose every 30 seconds. Where is that? I don't know those places. <laughs> I don't go there. But like at home, that's all I do. I just walk around with my roll of toilet paper and wipe my nose as much as I, and I don't use it. But yeah. Do you Taylor's need so many now. packs of tissues, Sid? Do you need some some things I mean, made for your nose? I like see toilet paper is made for your butt. In the grand tradition of <laughs> Alton Brown, I like multitaskers, and toilet paper is a multitasker. <laughs> tissues, they're a unitasker. They're just for one well, thing. Well, I mean, you can well, use tissues on your butt. Yeah, 
That's like a little special treat for your butt. Because exactly. they usually have like aloe and stuff in them. I guess that's true. Got a soft butt now. Yeah. But we already have toilet paper. So. They need to make like an omni paper. Like that it's like <laughs> soft enough for your nose, but sturdy enough for your butt. <laughs> they, uh, I have, I have. Get it? Toilet paper that has both. I have uh, wipes, baby wipes available to me at most times now. Uh, at this point in my life and I have in desperation blown my nose in a baby wipe and while that is nice for like your nose skin for like the it's very wet it's very wet like it's good (laughs) though because that skin can dry out if you keep blowing your nose you know and you get that like awful like red crusty peely skin there but and baby wipes will help prevent that but you never really feel good like it's everything's just still wet like well I blow my I blow my nose but everything's still very wet (laughs) (laughs) my face is still very wet and that doesn't feel better. Yeah. No. You just and that's kind of even more gross. You've got like a weird wet smear of a mustache going on. Exactly. Yeah. Don't show, up, don't show up with that to a patient's room. No. No. I, and I don't typically have baby wipes at work. Typically. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, well, we're here anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. There's our new motto. <laughs> we're, we're here, here anyway. anyway. <laughs> we've shown up for you um riley has exciting things going on in her life much change this is the last week where the show will be posted where i'll be living it at home that's true yep are you gonna start recording remotely from across town <laughs> probably not <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if the the dorm quality is worth it just for a 10 minute drive that's that's fair you know you could probably get a good setup going there but um you'd have to kick your roommate out yeah i'm gonna tell my roommate on the first day of school like listen (laughs) i have a podcast (laughs) i am a very important podcast. once a week for about an hour i'm gonna need you to scoot out of our room and just let me have my soundproofed space (laughs) that's gonna come in there me egg cartons taped up on the walls (laughs) like i promise it's just once a week (laughs) yeah that that wouldn't be a good like that wouldn't be the way to start off that no. roommate relationship. Although maybe she wouldn't want to be my roommate anymore and then I get a room to myself. Riley. Yeah, no. We're going to have to talk about it sharing. It was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. We're going to have to talk about sharing. It was a joke. You have to get real used to that. You know, I've thought about it, Riley, and this might be harder for you because even though you are not an only child, you were... I'm basically an only child. Yeah, you were raised for many years on your own there. Yeah. So, like, sharing space is not something you've had to do a lot of. Yeah. I mean, you all didn't, like, share a room either when you were in your your teen years. (laughs) While while we did have separate rooms, you are absolutely accurate. There was not a point... Actually, I don't ever remember us sharing a bedroom. Like, no, we never shared a bedroom, but I was scared a lot, and so Sydney let me sleep in her room a lot. Yes. <laughs> well, we did not have to, but we did share a room a That's lot. Right. There was the I song. Yeah. Very scared kid. <laughs> Taylor had many fears. <laughs> I would say you. I was like, it was either, like, once you moved out, I was putting a board under the door. I was sleeping with a knife and a fireplace poker. Yes. I had to, like, <laughs> I had to build an armory after you were gone. Taylor watched a lot of I horror don't know movies. Why. I don't know why I thought that that was going to be equally as safe. Like, well, I could sleep next to my sister or sleep like in a like contained, like locked off room with with like knives. <laughs> like Sydney, for some reason, you equaled that. Sydney equals <laughs> knives. I, I, I'm flattered. I didn't know you had that much faith in my fighting skills. 
Uh, well, or maybe, you know, you slept on the outside of the bed and I slept on the inside. So I figured they had to go through you to get to me. Mm. That gave me time to get, get my stuff together and get out of there. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. I don't know. Everybody decides who's like, you, you know, sleeps on the inside of the bed. Yeah. I was the, okay. I was the flesh buffer. Yes. <laughs> so that I would, I would be murdered while you escape. Yeah, you're the you're the yeah. You're the, the eldest sister. It's your it's your siblingly sacrifice. Mm-hmm. The the outer wall to be whatever whatever your fear was to be captured, murdered, possessed, basically everything, <laughs> whatever you can come up with. Yeah. Well, no, not possession, because you know what bad thing about possession that can happen on the inside of the bed first. <laughs> <laughs> so, ghosts too, they could just come right up next to you. Like that's you're breaking the rules. Like no, we don't have boundary rules. <laughs> I have found that this fear does not necessarily exist in people who were not raised in the Catholic Church. I don't know if this is unique to us or if this spans whatever faith you may have been raised in. But yeah, I I am afraid of possession to this day. (laughs) I I feel like that's like high, high on the list. Like I live in New York City like, oh, I might get mugged. But you know what? I might get possessed. You get possessed anywhere. (laughs) Yep. Crowded city street, doesn't matter. So, uh, Riley, did they cover the rate of possessions on campus in your orientation? (laughs) They didn't. (laughs) Which is either good because there are none, or concerning because there are so many. That they don't want to tell you. They don't want to tell you. They don't want to scare you away. Like, here at Marshall, we have many possessions. It can happen. That, that one movie, the what Emily Rose. Yeah. She gets possessed when starting when she goes to school, Mm. right? Yeah, that's what it kicks off. Well... Everyone, this might be our last week together. So what did they cover in orientation? That's what we're going to talk about. Riley went through her orientation for campus, for, um, for college, for, yeah, you know, for I w- school. I would like to say. Uni. The the college I am attending only had a one-day orientation. I know many schools that especially have a lot of students who are coming from out of state will have like weekend-long orientations and you stay in the dorms for a weekend and mm-hmm. go around the campus and everything. Ours was just for a day for about eight hours and I understand the concept and I understand uh, the uh, idea the intention but I will say if we're talking about usefulness and efficiency of this eight hour span I think maybe I used maybe an hour of that time usefully the rest was maybe I don't want to say a waste but maybe a little extraneous unnecessary i thought it was very odd that mom and dad were required to go yeah because oh really yeah parents aren't required but if you do have parents go their sessions they call them sessions where you spend like 30 minute periods in different like classes almost Mm -hmm. where they tell you about different subjects of things you'll have to know um but if your parents do come there's an entire half of the day that's made for just students sessions and then while you're doing that it's made for your parents sessions so they weren't okay that makes more sense mom told me they were required and i could not because it it started at like 7 45 right and i just couldn't fathom one most people are adults when they're starting college i know technically you are not yet you are 17 so technically you're a minor but most people are 18 plus yeah um so why would their parents be required to come and also how do you require adults to like you have to be here at 7 45 and stay for the entire day that's hard i mean like people work and stuff no they were just parent specific sessions that uh our parents did not stay for <laughs> um so i don't they know what they, i don't know what they were 
They did not. Well, they they weren't. They clearly weren't required. So yeah. I did tell mom though, because they weren't until you had this whole day, and there was lunch in the cafeteria, which was nice. They gave you and whoever was with you free lunch tickets to go eat in the dining hall. You didn't have to pay Are for you- anything. So they so. stuck around for the free lunch, though, right? Dad was very excited for of the free lunch. Of course Dad oh, did. I knew. <laughs> I, knew uh, I was like, you said, yeah, Dad was there at least for <laughs> Dad that. will never turn down a free lunch. The dining never. hall no. at Marshall is a buffet type thing. Like You go up and get whatever you want, and the only th- time you would pay for anything or show your meal pass or your ticket is when you go through the front door. Once you're past the front door, you can get as much food as you want just oh, no. until you leave and come back the next time. Dad didn't know this. Until he went up and got a lot of food, came back with it, and then looked at me and said, so I can get up and get more? Like, oh, I don't no. have to show him another <laughs> ticket? Um, I'm going back to college. <laughs> Here. So, Dad was very excited about the, the prospect of my college dining hall. The problem with Dad and all-you-can-eat situations <laughs> is that there is no limit, I think, for Dad to, like, can at least how much it, can yeah. I eat? <laughs> well, there is an amount I can't eat. <laughs> he takes it as a challenge more than a suggestion. <laughs> he, also, he also is very obsessed with the idea of getting his money's worth. And yes. in a situation like that where, where you don't. Free. Yeah, you don't. Like, wh- how, what is it? How much money? He exactly. doesn't. There's no amount. So, like, how do you get your money's worth if you don't know how much money this costs? Exactly. You just have to keep eating, I guess. <laughs> I think he's just trying to negate the cost of the next meal or two by just eating so much he doesn't have to eat later. He's you know? getting yes. ahead. <laughs> yes. He, we actually attended the session about dining at college before we went to lunch. What was and the session about dining at it's college? It's about like it was. See, this is why I felt like it was pointless for me. If you had gone to orientation, I didn't go until August 1st and uh-huh. school starts in a week. So yeah. like, I went two weeks before classes start. Um, if you hadn't picked your meal plan if you hadn't picked a dorm Mm -hmm. if you hadn't signed up for classes if you hadn't done literally anything this would have been useful for you because the dining plan was like here's how much you can pay for this many meals and you know here's where you can use flex dollars and it was literally just like how to choose your meal plan i've already done that so not like how to eat everything no it was not how to eat (laughs) but included in my meal plan Taylor needed that though right you needed the how to use utensils course yeah yeah never never got that in college art school wasn't too concerned with that (laughs) in my uh in my meal plan i get five guest passes so if i ever have anyone it's like for people who are visiting you on campus if you ever <laughs> want to take them to the dining hall, you get five free guest passes that they That's can That's a use. wild thing. Okay. And oh, wait, you know that dad has and, filed that yeah. information away uh-huh. and is going to come visit you. <laughs> dad, uh, dad said, you, uh, do you think, Jeffrey, who's my boyfriend, do you think he'll ever come eat with you if he ever comes visit and visits you? And I was like, probably not. Like, if I have classes either way before lunch or way after lunch. So I would probably go somewhere downtown right next to campus. If mm-hmm. I'm going to go out to lunch with my boyfriend, not my college dining hall. And he said, so no one's, uh, no one's going to be used losing those <laughs> five guest passes. <laughs> he, he is already planning on that. He also, uh, I was telling him about the new rolled ice cream place in town. Oh man. And he was saying maybe, maybe one day 
Rilo would want to meet me down at the rolled ice cream place for this lunch is, while, he's this on, is, while she's on campus. <laughs> and this is the second time where he's mentioned me going get to get ice cream with him while I'm at college because we have another <laughs> ice cream place that has a very delicious item on their menu called a cinnamon taco. And Tuesdays, you can get a dollar off your cinnamon taco. And I told Dad this, and he said, well, uh, you know, maybe someday you can come down here and meet me. We can get a dollar off the cinnamon taco. Aw, he's just got, he's making plans. You're, you're leaving, you're though, you're, you're moving out. He just wants to know that he has plenty of time to see you and eat copious amounts yeah. of food and or ice cream in, in your vicinity. Mom wants to make plans to like help me move into my dorm and decorate and mm-hmm. explore campus mm-hmm. and buy all my, my clothes and everything to be prepared for school. And dad's just like, are you, are you, uh, you hungry? When, when are you going to eat? I can meet you to eat. <laughs> so, so you learned about eating on campus. I, I did, mm-hmm. which you're, again, you're ready to do kind that. Kind of unnecessary. Which, you know, there's also there's a Chick Fil A on campus. There is a Chick Fil A on campus, and this man who did this mm-hmm. session had to say maybe five to six times in this t- 25 minute session mm-hmm. that your meal plans do not count at Chick Fil A, and no matter how many times you ask, you will either have to spend real money or flex money at Chick Fil A. <laughs> Meals do not count at Chick Fil A. <laughs> Like, there's a how many, how much, like, hassle does Chick-fil-A get from, like... Apparently all college, of it. College, just confused college from students. From freshmen, like, yeah. Yeah, but wait. <laughs> the reason I came to this college was because there was a Chick-fil-A included in the meal plan. I'm so confused. <laughs> that there's there's a Chick-fil-A and a Pizza Hut in there. Yes, and yeah. a, an Oodles of Noodles bar. Oh, that's new. Which we don't have <laughs> anywhere in Huntington, and I have never been to, and Ooh. only exists on Marshall's campus. I enjoy noodles. What is an Oodle of Noodle? I don't know. I think. But, but we'll find I was asking, out. Like, measurement-wise. Yeah. Uh, uh, which is an Oodle? A bowl, maybe? Uh, that doesn't sound, seem like a lot. No, that doesn't Bowl seem like a noodle. <laughs> <laughs> Average size, serving size of noodles. <laughs> Two bowls. I I want to come eat at the Oodle of Noodle place with you. Well, you can. Now, see, now everyone's making plans to come eat with me. <laughs> this is what college is for. Eating. Eating. Eating on campus. There's also, near your campus now, two pho restaurants next door to each other. Yes. Huntington, West Virginia. Huntington, West Virginia has two Pho restaurants next door to each other. Yes. Uh, this is still blowing my mind. Yeah. Do we have that high of a demand for There are pho? people there. I don't know about the new one, but the first one, there are people there every day. Not oh. just like one or two people. Like, it's always pretty much full. It's delicious. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I am not I am not doubting the quality of pho. What I am saying is, did do we have the consumer base to Such support- Such a high demand for more pho. <laughs> a second pho restaurant next door to the first one. That's all I'm saying. I don't know but i i support this weird showdown yeah the two fire restaurants next door to each other one used to be a hillbilly hot dog the other used to be a clean <laughs> and before it was a clean eats it was a flapjacks tanampa that sold pancakes and peace. mexican i miss the flapjacks yeah. <laughs> that was the best anyway they both sell pho so yeah go get that um Okay, so you learned all about eating on campus. Yep. I don't remember. We're going to talk about our orientations, too. I don't remember any of that. I, I'm sure they walked us through the cafeteria or the dining hall. Mm-hmm. I'm certain that I already knew there was Chick-fil-A because I remember 
that our when our uncle went to Uncle yeah. Mike when he went to school there, he took me there once Stay when I was in like middle school, and I remember thinking like, college is the best. College is the best place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> you um, go into a student center. There's a fireplace in there, and then you eat Chick Fil A. Yeah, there's two Starbucks. <laughs> it's all colleges. Basically. He was like, you know, there's a bowling alley in the basement. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are two places that serve Starbucks coffee on campus. So wow. there's that. So you're ready. I'm ready. Um, now, the only thing I remember well is the campus tour, which I understand you well, skipped. <laughs> here's the thing. It had been eight to four. And I spent the first hour and 45 minutes of my day from 8 to 9.45. The, um, I, I don't even know what her position was. Maybe, like, a, an academic dean or something mm-hmm. gave a speech for an hour and 45 minutes. And it was about why you should go to college. And my which, question was... Which seems was, a little moot at that point. I have signed up for orientation, <laughs> which means I have enrolled in your school I am attending classes, and I have paid for what I'm going to pay for. This seems a little unnecessary. <laughs> it's too um, late. <laughs> she was an English major who told us a 30-minute long story about a zoology class she had, where a professor brought in a a lung from some sort of animal and blew what? it up with a straw. Uh, That's a strange thing to do. It was... <laughs> an interesting thing but my point being i spent a long eight hours at this campus that i have lived 10 minutes away from my entire life and the last at four o'clock when you're finally done they said okay if anyone wants a campus tour it starts in 15 minutes at 4 15 it'll be about an hour long and we'll go tour campus and tour downtown huntington and point out the best places to eat and the best places to check out when you need something to do and i was like guys I don't need this. <laughs> they seem they seem overly concerned with college students eating. Right? And I do not ever remember in college like forgetting to eat. <laughs> I was all about eating. Yeah. I found ways to find food. It wasn't good for me. Right. But I mean There is always I, pizza at the dining hall. You were not exaggerating. There's always a yeah. corner of this dining hall that is just four different kinds of pizza. Mm-hmm. And cereal. Yes. There's always cereal too. So there you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember much mm. about my orientation. Um, and I mean, I went to a, I mean, SVA is spread out throughout New York City. So it kind of makes for a weird campus tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you walk like 10 blocks and here's this building where we've got two floors. Now we're going to go to this other building 10 more blocks away where we've got the basement. Like <laughs> it's not a very, it's, it's a great school not a very impressive campus because it's just kind of all over the place in tiny places and i do remember that there was some sort of like opening like i don't know speech by the head of my department where he just like showed pictures of other students work and was like you don't know why this piece is so good but you will by the time you're done here (laughs) i don't know i think it's pretty cool now am i good can i go (laughs) Were they, like, were they like magic eye pictures? Like, you don't know how to look at this to see the sailboat yet. <laughs> but by the end. Like, I distinctly remember there was one picture and it was like a kind of blurry and there were some bees. And they were like, there was one bee up in the corner. He's like, it's so perfectly balanced, right? You're going to learn about that. Here's the secret. It's the third bee. It's like, what? <laughs> like, the 
Secret okay. is the third B. Secret is the third B. <laughs> like, because it, it, it balanced it out just that right amount. And I'm like, oh, is, uh, four years of this, huh? Is that what, oh that, is that, what that book's about? The book? Secret? No, it's not about bees. It's, it's about the third B. <laughs> the Secret it's Life of Bees? By, yes. No, so The Secret. Oh. Is The Secret that's, the third B? The Secret is the third B. Yes. I think I think the secret is positivity, but you know no. it's be positive. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I know that our campus tour. You said you, you were on my campus tour. Yes, yes. I I re- the only thing I remembered were the dorms at Gramercy Park because I remember thinking I would love to live here. They're so beautiful. Yes, and they were they, very... they said our tour guide said sometimes there are celebrities here, and I went, oh my, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so fancy. I, I go to to a small school. There are no celebrities at my there, school. There are no celebrities <laughs> on Marshall's campus. <laughs> we have well, it, a lot of buffalo statues. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically the statue same of thing. John Marshall. <laughs> yeah, at the at the time, Uma Thurman lived mm-hmm. around Gramercy, so that was that was the person that you were maybe going to see around mm. Gramercy Park. I actually did see her walking by Gramercy, but it was years later, like after I graduated. So well, there you go. The campus, they were right? The campus tour Full guide circle. did not lie. <laughs> no. Um, I want to. I want to talk more about uh, orientation and not not food related matters. <laughs> Other things you do in college than I was eat. To say, are you guys hungry today? What's going on? <laughs> I am. I haven't eaten. Um, there you go. But before we do that, let's check the group message. We got a couple sponsors to tell you about this week on Still Buffering. First of all is Simple Contacts. Uh, Simple Contacts is a convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder contacts from anywhere in minutes. Uh, I have I have gone through the Simple Contacts experience. I, I was going to say I've experienced the Simple Contacts experience, but that, that's a little redundant. That's redundant. <laughs> um, it's super easy to do. Let's say you need to renew your contact prescription. You take a five-minute vision test from your phone or computer. I did it on my phone. It's super easy. It's reviewed by a licensed doctor. You receive a renewed one-year prescription and reorder your contacts. Uh, if you have an unexpired prescription, you can just upload a photo of your doctor's information and order your lenses. It's really easy and convenient, especially if you're busy and you're thinking, I, I've, I'm up to date on my eye appointments, my eye checks. I know my eyes are fine, but I do need more contact lenses. And I don't want to use them too long, like Sydney did for so long. I want to wear them the appropriate amount of time and throw them away I when they are bad. I don't want to be like Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't let all that protein build up on them and still wear them. Um, and uh, and it's perfect for that. And it's super easy to do. And now I have an overwhelming supply of contact lenses. So uh, this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. So please remember to still get your eyes checked. But use simple contacts to keep yourself stocked, stocked with contact i have no way to make that rhyme stocked with contacts <laughs> so stacked with contacts stacked no. stacks of contacts stacks and stacks well, of just, contacts just let it go and move on <laughs> okay get 20 dollars off your contacts at simplecontacts.com slash still buffering 20 or just enter code still buffering 20 at checkout go do that what's our other sponsor this week um our other sponsor this week is green chef And Green Chef is a USDA-certified organic company that includes everything you need to easily cook delicious meals that you can feel good about. We told you a little bit about Green Chef before because they work with our uh, other meal kit delivery service. We have to tell you about HelloFresh. And Green Chef uh, is special because they have meal plans like paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, omnivore, and carnivore. 
They are full of ingredients that are thoughtfully sourced, and its journey is tracked from planting to plating, so you know exactly where all your food has been. So, let Green Chef do the meal planning for you, the grocery shopping, and most of the prep for you week after week. Uh, Tay, can you, I, we, we've all tried Green Chef and had delicious meals. Can you speak to the quality of their, I think the fact that they have vegan offerings yeah. is, is particularly interesting because that's, that's unique. Oh yeah, no, it's awesome. Um, I mean, I, I the the vegan box was was amazing. Like it's the I one thing I liked about this, and I've done a couple meal kits, is like each meal has a couple different sort of tricks you can learn from it. Like here's you're gonna make a quick pickle, and this is gonna be a little like salsa on the side, and here's your main. I don't know. Like as someone that likes to learn from these things, all of it's super easy, but they were all also like full of like things that I can. They're simple enough I can learn them and repeat them with other things. But it wasn't just like heat this up, throw it on a plate. Like there are yeah. techniques that you there yeah. are things to learn. Yeah, I think, and the meals were like super creative and innovative, and like really heavily focused on just like you know quality like produce and grains and stuff, which I love. Well, wonderful. Well, yeah. I think uh, everybody should check out Green Chef, whatever whatever variety of of meal you are looking for. They've probably got it for you. Got it for you. So for $50 off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchef.us slash buffering. That's greenchef.us slash buffering. $50 off your first box. So at orientation, yeah, things happen that aren't food related. Right. Um, I remember getting a photo taken. Yes. For my student ID that remained my since i went to undergrad and med school there until my third year of med school that picture stuck so for seven years of my career i had that same picture that they took when i was in the middle of my i I remember being very sweaty yeah because it was summer and i had just walked a distance i probably had just finished my campus tour Mm -hmm. and then they had me stand there and take a picture so there was this like sweaty picture of me as a freshman in college that followed me for seven years yeah Mm. mine was just as bad if not worse because it had been raining the entire day that we were at orientation and we had an umbrella for the first part of the day because mom and dad brought one and then they left before i went and got my id and it stopped raining i was like that's okay it'll be fine but then it of course started raining just on our way from where we were to get our pictures taken so I'm sitting in this room to get my picture taken and my hair looks like I just showered and all of me is wet. I put on some mascara for today. Now it's under my eyes. Oh no. It's not a great oh. picture. Yeah. I I I guess I was lucky because for some reason my school ADs were really not awesomely made, so they faded really fast. <laughs> so like after the first year, my face was just a little blur. But they, you didn't get new cards every year. I think now SVA does issue new cards every year. But back when I went there, like, you just got a sticker every year that you would put on your old ID. Mm-hmm. And that would update, like, now it's, you know, 2004, now it's 2005. Um, and those stickers weren't really integrated into the ID, so it looked fine without it. So a lot of the art schools around the area give discounts for students. <laughs> <laughs> I kept using that ID up until... I lost it like I, I had my wallet stolen like two years ago and that was in it and that was Aww. that was the end of my 10% discount that's Aww. too bad I know do you know I that requested it on a side note the the picture they did finally take of me my third year of med school to like to replace that mm-hmm. for my new ID for the hospital 
um, it is still the picture on my ID. Really? Yes. <laughs> Which now I don't mind because I was like not sweaty and I had like prepared for the photo. And also I was, I don't know, much younger than I am now. <laughs> this was like 10 years ago <laughs> and it's still my ID. And I'm like, look at this. It's me. <laughs> this is me. Thought I look great in this photo. <laughs> 10 years younger. Um, I, uh, I understand mom told me you had a very interesting campus security talk, which we, we did. If we had one of those, I don't remember that, but I mean, it seems like a good idea to talk about like being safe on a college campus. Um, it was an hour and a half long talk that we had with the head of the Marshall police department, which Uh is a separate entity from the Huntington police department. Yes. But he wanted to be very clear. He is just as trained as a Huntington police officer. <laughs> he made that very clear many times. I am not less than a police officer of your city just because I work at your school. Okay, sure. Or, okay, sir. I understand. Fair. I believe you. I no would one not was assuming otherwise. <laughs> I would not assume anything about you anyways. You are in a uniform and you have a taser. So, you're I was not going to say <laughs> anything to you anyways. Okay. Um it was mainly about and I I understand we live in a kind of maybe not as progressive town as some mm-hmm. other college towns. It was mainly about girls being safe on campus <laughs> and walking alone at night and not where not to walk and what parties not to go to. They told you what parties not to go to? They were just like, oh. you know, like, you know, if you don't know anyone, you're invited to a frat party, but you don't know that person that well. And it's at this house. Maybe like, don't go. and You don't know anyone. And stuff like, stuff common sense, like don't take yeah. a drink from someone you don't know and sure get a drink yourself or open it yourself or whatever. Which like. is good advice for everyone. Right. Not girls. Everyone. Um, it was very, it was very female centric and it was very like, you know, these are the things to not do for you so that you stay safe. Not like everyone, here are things to not do to other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, can I make a, a side note? And this is, I, I full disclosure, I did not I, I participate in Greek life mm-hmm. on campus. I went to frat parties sometimes, but I was not in any way affiliated with any Greek organization. And this is not me. I'm not trying to take on Greek organizations. But if you feel that the Greek life on your campus is so unsafe that you would have your campus security guard recommending to female students that they not attend frat parties something is very wrong with that if you if you feel like i mean like if you were because i mean uh, the campus supports the greek organizations yeah if you feel like they are so inherently dangerous to a i mean more than half of your student body yeah that you would recommend them not go to those buildings that's a huge problem yeah just throwing that out there whatever Um, not me slamming greek life our parents were part of yeah greek organizations but and i mean there was useful stuff in this presentation i don't want to make it sound like it was all bad he told us you know there are emergency phone stations at all these places and you know you press the button and someone will show up and this mm-hmm. is where you can go if you need help with anything and this is who you can talk to and he gave us his personal number and his office number that's nice and there were i mean that's there nice. were there was useful stuff you know there was stuff that like if you ever feel unsafe and you want someone to escort you home then go to one of these emergency phones and press a button and Mm -hmm. one of us will come and we'll walk you back to your dorm it's stuff that like yes that is useful thank you now i feel safer on campus but also 
uh, I do not need this this man telling me that if I meet a guy at a party and he wants to take me home or go home with him, that I should say no and ask him to come to lunch with me the next day. And it gets better. If he doesn't show up either, and this is a direct quote, he got a girlfriend, he got a wife, or he just ain't that into you. What the heck? Uh, what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, confu- I'm confused as to why he was giving this advice. It didn't sound so much like safety advice. No. It was a little confusing. It did yeah. give mom and I a good laugh while we were listening to this presentation. <laughs> so close. So I close know. to a good... I mean, because like the idea of campus security, because I don't... I mean, if we had one of those, I don't remember it. The idea of that is really smart. Yeah. Um, But... Hmm. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe not like dating advice. Yeah. Well, I'm. I mean, I, I, is that just maybe this is not? Uh, I don't know. I is that just their way of kind of trying to address, but not directly address the problem with uh, assaults on female students on most college campuses? Yes. Well, I, I mean, would say, and, and yeah. basically putting the whole burden of of preventing that on the females. Like, don't go to parties. Don't walk around. Stay inside. Get a little cage. Get inside the little cage. Put a lock on it. You'll be fine. We'll come yeah. feed you sometimes. There. Well, you're safe. Again, I mean, yes, I, and I think I think like that's what I was trying to get at with like the whole idea that fraternities are so dangerous. If you're a girl, you shouldn't walk into them. Is yeah. basically what they were saying. Why are you supporting fraternities then? Or yeah, why, or why you? if <laughs> if you want to maintain fraternities and sororities as a thing, how about you work on making them safe places for everybody? Yeah, that yeah. I mean, because that's a that's a dangerous statement. Like this is something we support as part of our university. Don't go there. Yeah, they're super dangerous. And I mean, well, and we told you not to. So if you go there, it's really on you. Yeah. Whatever happens, they do yep. have the uh, classes they offer. Not like an actual class, but they have like training courses you can take if you want that are offered to all students, not just females, that are meant to teach you ways of self-defense and protection against assault. Yeah. Okay, so don't, 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 don't go to parties and learn karate. You'll be fine. (laughs) Uh, Heaven forbid we'd be like, hey, hey, people that might attack another student don't and here's all the things you shouldn't do that are similar to that they did spend a lot more time talking about the zero tolerance policy they have for alcohol for underage students than they did assault (laughs) of course of course well and i mean i to be fair while obviously that needs to be that end of it should be addressed tay you're absolutely right yeah if if college is the first time that you're talking about consent then it's like it's too late yeah like that that issue should be addressed from the jump yeah with with yeah. all genders yeah yeah i i agree but you know you just yeah. think if you're gonna make all this talk that's directed at, at women which you know is it, and that's not like women aren't the only people that are assaulted so it's a bigger right. problem than that but exactly you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna make all that point then how about you have a counterpoint because to me it just sounds like you've decided that the problem are women getting into trouble yes and that's that's the thing that makes me very angry no i understand what you're saying mm-hmm. it's very true and it's it, that is not just on college campuses that is i think <laughs> well yeah <you laughs> i'm know. aware of that in the rest of the world yeah know? yeah no i you're right you're right um 
Did you learn anything else? Was there anything else useful? Um, they told me what size tank I can take to my dorm if I want to have a fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, do you? No. Okay. <laughs> well, what size tank do you get to have? I think they said 10 feet liters gallons <laughs> 10 feet liter gallons oh that's standard fish measurement 10 something you can have a 10 foot liter gallon tank of fish in your door room i feel like a 10 gallon tank and a 10 foot tank are very different things <laughs> Riley, I know you're not going to have a fish, but you offered this up as one of the things you've learned. And I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say you didn't learn it. No. Um, can, can you have a small shark? Like, what is- a 10-foot tank. <laughs> they didn't specify what you could have in it. I said it had to fit so in that tank. Big. I mean, if it's a 10-foot tank, you, you might be able to fit a small shark in there. <laughs> It's gonna come in and here. Uh, is your room even ten feet long? Probably not. <laughs> it's across Riley's- the whole back wall, just a giant tank. <laughs> they said it was chill. <laughs> I think I misunderstood. <laughs> I, th- I think I got it wrong. <laughs> this seems like a lot of fish. <laughs> Did they come? A little goldfish with a sea to himself. <laughs> In the in the discussion of food, did they cover where the fish food is? Because <laughs> you're gonna need a lot of it. <laughs> oh, I'm buying you a ten foot fish tank now. Absolutely, you could have some crabs. That'd be great. Hey, and then you can eat those when you're hungry. <laughs> You'll be the coolest kid on campus. <laughs> you can uh, swim in that. Riley, <laughs> Riley is no longer amused. <laughs> I'm glad you all find my confusion so amusing. That was funny. It was funny. I forget. It's ten something. Okay. It was a, a unit of ten fish tank that you can own. <laughs> I don't have fish. I don't know what they measure tanks in. It was an oodle. Okay. <laughs> you can, you have, can have, a, have an oodle of fish. <laughs> you can have an oodle of fish. One Ex- oodle. Exactly one oodle. No more, no less. No. <laughs> don't um, try to sneak an oodle and a half of fish in there because no. they'll know. No, not not toodles. <laughs> I got a free t-shirt and a free lifesaver at orientation. Oh, hey. There's oh, wait, that. like a flotation device or like no, a candy? No, like a candy. Oh. They gave you a sheet that was like top 10 freshman lifesavers for when you're starting college. And they uh, taped a little lifesaver to it. It was a gimmick. It yeah. Was uh, clever. And then if you turned in the survey about how you felt about orientation, you got a, a free t-shirt. Hey, can I give you a tip? On campus, this isn't really orientation, but just in general, speaking of free t-shirts, on campus... They have people come, at least at Marshall, a lot that will give you free t-shirts for, like, participating in things. Mm -hmm. Generally, it's signing up for credit cards. So don't. Don't do that. Yeah. That's Um, my piece of advice. I don't know. (laughs) This is the one cool thing I learned about my campus and my school that I did not know. That Maybe you all had similar things in your times at college. But around midterms and final exams time, when things get stressful, they have different things you can go do. It's the student center or whatever. They're supposed to relieve stress. They have stuff like you can go there, like yoga classes and meditation rooms and massages that you can go get. But they have puppies that they bring to the middle of campus and you can pay $5 and they donate to one of the local animal shelters. 
and you get to spend 20 minutes cuddling a puppy oh that's 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 the most important thing i learned about college orientation there are puppies (laughs) there are puppies (laughs) on college there are puppies and chick-fil-a yes it's a good college you got going. but the chick-fil-a is not included in your meal plan that's really nice i don't i I know that when i was starting they made it made us aware that like students who were going through like in the psychology department going through like training for you know like mental health professional training and that kind of thing that you could get like free counseling from them mm-hmm. they let us know about that but I don't remember any other kind of like student well-being mm-hmm. services being promoted and and since then there's so much like there's that better rec center I mean there's right. so much other stuff for students on our campus now it's really built up in the last 10 years but our rec center has a whirlpool mm-hmm. yeah and a rock climbing wall and a rock climbing wall but but that's good that they're a little more focused on like student mental health and yeah. well-being and wellness and like taking care of yourself while you're yeah. in college um because you can really i mean we we joke about like eating poorly and stuff but man it's the first time you're in charge of like taking care <laughs> of yourself completely for mm-hmm. most for most people and you can really do a bad job of that if you're not <laughs> careful yeah. when you're still a child and you're left alone to take care of yourself like boop boop Mm-hmm. too great like maybe you spend all your money on a t- 10 foot <laughs> shark tank and then <laughs> there there it is and then or maybe you eat canned chicken and steak seasoning yes every day sydney like me that's not te- the worst you definitely need some fiber yeah tay do you have an example of terrible college choices ah uh, man I don't, well <laughs> I mean, I, I had a unique experience because, like, there was there wasn't a dining hall. There was like a small room in one of the buildings, and I don't even know if there was. I think that was the only one. And, and like I said, the campus was spread out all over the place. But we were also in the middle of New York City, so we had nothing but poor dining choices to make. <laughs> like, uh, my dorm was located right above like a cute like Chinese bakery. Oh. <laughs> So, you know, you go get a coffee, like a pastry or a slice of cake. Like, that was all fine. <laughs> That's, you see, you should, you can say, instead of saying your campus wasn't impressive, you had the most impressive campus at all of all. Well, yeah, I mean, my exactly. campus was New York Manhattan. City. I'm not complaining. Yeah. Just, we had, like, a lot of these things are just so foreign to me. Like, there was no dining hall, but there was, like, a thousand of, like, cheap Chinese restaurants within walking distance. Like, we didn't have Greek life, but uh, that's that, that seems fine. Oh, I think fine. that's fitting for your for yeah for an art school. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. I don't think that would have worked very well. No. Um, sometimes some kids would throw an impromptu dance party out front of uh, the one dorm where they would just dance on the sidewalk. That that was about as organized as we got. Okay, <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. good. Well, do you feel like you're ready now? You're oriented. Um, I do feel oriented. I have a schedule. I have a dorm. Okay. An ID. And you're moving in next week. Moving in next week. Well, then we'll get the update then. We will. Um, by then, I would advise you to figure out how big that fish tank can be. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to get a fish tank. <laughs> it's a statement. And I don't want that to be the thing my roommate knows about me. Once a week, <laughs> I have to shut her out so I can sit in my egg carton box. And also, I have a 10-foot fish tank. Yeah. <laughs> also, she misunderstood how big her fish tank could be. She doesn't, she doesn't have any fish in it, but she does have a 10-foot fish tank. I thought could this you, was a requirement. Could you imagine the first time an RA came in our room just to like, hey, guys, go check out. Make sure you don't have any candles or anything. Like, everything is up to, you know, what you can uh-huh. have. Wait, wait. Is that 
Um, hmm. Is that a 10 foot fish tank? Is that a 10 tank? foot fish tank? Are there no fish area? in it? Is it empty? Floor. Like, I guess that's fine if is, there's no fish in it. Is this but, a drug thing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm making a drug. Is that a drug thing? <laughs> uh, was there a limit on the number of fish you could have in 10 whatever units of it just, fish? It just said as long as they fit in that <laughs> tank. That was, that was it. Hmm. Hopefully you're taking some sort of class in college on measurements. Is there, is there some math? <laughs> a measurement class. A measurement class. <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> All right, then. Well, thank you, sisters. <laughs> Good luck. If anybody figures out the how much an oodle is, please let us know. Yes. yes. Uh, you can tweet it at us at StillBuff, or you can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org to let us know. Um, uh, what an oodle is or Please. any other comments or suggestions or thoughts <laughs> good orientation advice for yeah. our our young college student um thank you for listening you should check out maximumfun.org for a lot of other great shows that you may enjoy um and thank you to the novellas for our theme song baby change mine this has been still buffering a sister's guide to teens through the ages i am riley smurl i'm sydney mcroy and i'm taylor smurl i am a teenager and, and I was two. Yeah, I said toodle to reference two noodles and nobody laughed. Oh, I missed it. That's good. No, it's good. I missed it. Welcome everyone to the live wrestling spectacular in Los Angeles. So far, the world's most boring wrestling podcast has been destroying the competition. Isn't there anyone who can save us from this travesty? Wait, could it be? It's Titan Fights, the perfect wrestling podcast. Titan Fights is here to save us from the monotony of boring wrestling podcasts with hilarious conversations. Woke trips through the history of wrestling. And joke about the finer points of people wearing spandex. What a match! And the Tights and Fights podcast will be back every week. Thursdays on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Please, these hosts have families. Tights and Fights podcast. Tights and Fights. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.